Hey guys, Rafi here. After five years of podcasting, the most difficult thing to deal with are websites that charge you to give your opinion over the internet. Anchor isn't one of those websites. Anchor is a free-to-use podcast designing tool that allows you to distribute your podcast not only over Anchor, but over other podcasting websites all throughout the internet. It is free to use. You can make money off of it by designing your own ads for your podcasts, and it's just a great way to get into the industry. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Raffi Rambles, the occasional podcast, the panel buyer at blogstore.com. I'm of course your host Raffi. And here in the background I have the fiance of the panel biter, Macy. Because I live here. Macy yeah. just had a bunch of teeth removed, so her mouth hurts. Hurts the top. So, if you know, if, if the police tell you different, it's it's because she had surgery. Anyway, I haven't done one of these in a while, um, mostly because nothing's really happened or inspired me to come up with something. Um, but recently, something has happened that I really want to talk about in more depth, and it's something that I talked about in the last weekly flip with the guys, but. You know, some new stuff about this topic has come out, so I just wanted to kind of revisit this subject. And it's appropriate because this refers to one of the superheroes that Macy actually likes. Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm here to we're here to talk about um the Disney Sony deal falling through and Spider-Man being removed from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um so when we talked about it on the Weekly Flip, which you can go check out over on our Anchor, um, when we talked about it then, we kind of talked about the, the business side of things and talked about how much Sony wanted and how much Marvel wanted. What I want to do is kind of go over a couple of, like, I want to go over what the deal was and just, just go off basic feelings. Because what I've noticed listening to other people talk about this is like, I feel like with the Spider-Man movie rights, it's a lot like when you're sitting down and watching sports with, with like a relative, because if you watch if you watch sports with a relative, suddenly they're like a sports broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Suddenly they know everything about the sport, and <laughs> they 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 feel the need to judge the way that players play. Um, and there's there's a lot of stuff like that where. And, like, cooking shows, too. You, you watch cooking shows. Oh, Rafi is the biggest food critic <laughs> when it comes to cooking shows. Right, and I am a no-star chef. I am, like, a negative two chef. He knows how to make mac and cheese. Mac and cheese and omelets. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a negative two-star <laughs> chef, but somehow I can watch, like, a cooking show and, and be and like... He knows everything. And suddenly I know everything. Suddenly, like, oh, they shouldn't have done that. That's not what I would have done. I, a <laughs> negative star chef... Um, but, like, the, the same applies to this whole Spider-Man thing, because when people talk about it, suddenly everyone's, like, a financial advisor. Suddenly it's like, well, Sony obviously should have taken zero because the profits they make from marketing alone, not to mention the toy sales, everyone just has a PhD in knowing whatever the fuck money works with these companies. Um, and... and I do know some things, but, like, people talk about it like they, they went to school for it or whatever. But, like, my whole thing is, like, I know the basics. I know that Disney has infinite money. Infinite money. Infinite money. I wish I had infinite money. 
Well, create a cartoon mouse and see where that goes. Um, but Disney has infinite money. Sony has money, but but like less money. Than Disney. <laughs> yes, but they still have a lot of money. The the deal with Sony is that like, and I think we talked about this when I did the news with the guys. They don't just do movies. They do video games. They do. Um, sound systems, cameras. I told Rafi that we can destroy our PlayStation, and that'll show Sony. <laughs> that'll show Sony. You know, they they did charge me for PlayStation Network, and I haven't used the PlayStation Network in a long time. So like, how much does that cost? Uh, Twenty four dollars. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Take that, Sony. But like, Sony sucks. But like, they make their money through more than just movies. But when it comes to movies, they don't have a lot of long lasting franchises. Um, they just tried to reboot, reboot uh, Men in Black, which no one was down for. No one was down for... I mean, this might... Bo- I don't know why it would bother you, but no one was down for the new Ghostbusters with all the, with all the women. That's sexist. Oh, sorry. Doing that, that would bother me. Uh, <laughs> okay, you got me there. Um, but, like, Sony doesn't have a lot... I mean, they have Jumanji now, I guess, but that's still a really fresh mark in terms of movies. It was good. It was really good, and they're gonna and they're making the sequel now, and they're inevitably gonna be a third one, and a fourth one, or whatever. The point is that Sony has franchises, but the biggest one they have is Spider Man. Because Spider Man sells, man. Everything Spider Man sells. People, people that only know Venom from what he looks like, were like, "I'm gonna see that Venom movie," not based on like what it's about or. If Venom is a quality character, they're like, no, I remember this, so I'm going to see that movie. Like, at least with Jumanji, it's like, yeah, you can remember the original one, but hey, you also like uh, Jack Black and Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson. Like, the cast is really solid. Um, That being said, Venom had, like, Tom Hardy in it, and everyone was pretty high on Tom Hardy at the time. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is that Sony doesn't... Sony could do anything to replace Spider-Man in terms of movies that make money. I've been saying for years, just take the video games that you own, that people like, and make movies out of them. But but also they have Spider-Man, who's the most recognizable superhero on the goddamn planet. Spider-Man merchandise makes more money than Superman's... Do you honestly think yeah. that Spider-Man's the most recognizable? I do. Only because the Superman brand has been like tainted over the last couple of years with, like, shitty movies and stuff. Like, and and Spider-Man toys make more than... Superman toys, Batman toys make more than Avengers and Justice League toys. Yeah, well, it's because Spider-Man is, like, fits to everyone's, like, likes, you know? Like, if you're the kind of person who likes edgy superheroes, you should like Spider-Man because he fights, like, really edgy bad guys, like Venom and the Green Goblin and stuff, and he's got cool powers. But if you're the kind of person who's like, you know, a child, you're gonna like Spider-Man because he's got bright colors. And he can swing from buildings. Yeah, like he just appeals to all people, um, especially now that Spider-Verse is a thing, and you have people coming out and being like, "I'm a black person, and I I like Miles Morales because he's like Spider-Man, but it it attributes to me and my race and my experience on this earth." Like, that that's something that. Oh, damn it. That was my mom. Ignored your mom? I'm talking about Spider Man. So I'm talking about Spider Man right now. So, yeah, the point I was trying to make was that Sony wants to keep Spider Man from a financial standpoint and 
from a, mar a marketing standpoint because they, they want all the goodies to themselves. Yeah, because because it makes more than everything else that they have, and I understand that. And I understand from a business standpoint that's what you want to do, and that's fine. But like, I feel like it it only benefits them to have Spider Man be part of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, because these are businesses, and when you get that high up in the food chain, it's all about money, it's all about sales, and it's all about what's going to make the most money. Yeah, and keeping people happy is going to, you know, put, you know, I, I guarantee you, whatever they end up doing with Spider-Man now, like, live-action-wise, mm -hmm. isn't going to get as many tickets as much, like, revenue at all. No, because even people that don't like Spider-Man, they're still gonna want, if it was, if it was in the Marvel Universe, they would, they would still want mm -hmm. to see the Spider-Man movies because they want to know what happens after, like, the Avengers movies mm -hmm. and whatnot. And, yeah, this is one character, but the Spider-Man movies mention other characters and knows of other people in the other right. movies. So without being connected to the MCU, then... Yeah, that's it. That's the other thing I'm super, like, interested in. Because I don't know if they're keeping Tom Holland or if they're rebooting completely. I have to imagine they're going to reboot. Because the the problem with keeping Tom Holland and continuing off of where um, Far From Home left off is that, like... <laughs> and I feel like Marvel, like the people that run Marvel, uh, Kevin Feige, for example, I feel like they planned on this being uh, a problem or whatever, but, like... The issue with trying to continue on with the Tom Hall and Peter Parker is that the MCU is integral to that character's history. Right. Spider-Man existed in the Marvel Universe before he met Iron Man, mm -hmm. but his suits, you know, his technology, the AI, e even, like, his villains come from Iron Man. Vulture cleaned up after the Avengers... Mysterio used to work for Iron Man. And, and again, Peter Parker himself is... He, he's friends with Happy... Like, Happy Hogan is, like, his new That's assistant. his aunt's boyfriend. I know, but you know what? I, like, it, it's not enough that, like... They would have to do way too much to, to change, change that storyline. Yeah, it could be totally unrecognizable. There's no way you can continue on the Tom Holland Peter Parker story... Like, without at least mentioning the stuff that came before. Like, what are you going to do? Like, because you can keep Aunt May and Ned and stuff, but, like, what do you do when it's like, okay, well, why isn't Happy around? Or... Well, clearly Aunt May and him had a really bad breakup, and she was like, you can't talk to him ever again. Like, what, what about the... Even the suit, like, even the suit. He's literally wearing the MCU. No. Like, you just can't move around that. It, it's not like... It's not like... Because the opposite is true of that Venom movie. Because in that Venom movie, it's so not connected to anything that you could easily say, oh, that takes place in the MCU. Oh, that takes place here or there. Because it, it doesn't mention anything that would contradict that. Right. But MCU Spider-Man is so enriched. MCU Spider-Man. He's so enriched in that universe. Like, you show him in the Iron Spider costume... Oh, where did you get that? Oh, back in Endgame, or back in Infinity War. Oh, that? That was an Avengers movie. I mean... <laughs> Clearly, he got that from Steel Man. 
Okay, Macy, I know you're trying to be a Sony executive right now, but you're not doing anyone any favors. So, they would have to reboot, and at this point, people are so done with reboots. They were done with reboots after The Amazing Spider-Man, and, and even then, they had to, like, get... Like, I remember when they first showed off the MCU Spider-Man. There were a lot of people who were like, oh, another reboot of live-action Spider-Man? And then they got around it. But, like, you're not going to have that benefit now. Like... Because these Spider-Man movies are the best Spider-Man movies that are out there. Yeah. People are going to be pissed off that they're... And whatever they do with it, it's not going to be as good as... Yeah. Tom Holland. I got hair on my mouth, but Tom Holland one was. Yeah. It's just not going to... Because there's nothing as a bonus, either, I, I've realized. It's like, when they did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, people were attached to those, and people liked those. Then when they rebooted it with The Amazing Spider-Man, people were like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, they weren't happy with it, because they they were happy with the other three. Right. But then when they rebooted it again with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, it was like, oh, another reboot, but at least it's a, it's a good one, and it's in the MCU, so people had the impression that this was going to be a lasting thing. Right. Like, this wasn't a doom to fail like The Amazing Spider-Man. This wasn't something that would run its course and dry out like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. People went in thinking, oh, well, if it's part of the MCU, it's there forever. Like, even The Hulk. Because The Incredible Hulk was one movie. And Marvel can't make more Hulk movies. Because they share the Hulk rights with Universal Studios. But they can put Hulk in other movies. So Hulk's in all the Avengers movies. Hulk's in Thor 3. How does that work if they share the rights with Universal? So, you know, it's not necessarily that they can't make movies. It's that if they make a Hulk movie in title, in story, and all that, I think the proceeds go to Universal. It might be all the proceeds. It might be most of it. But the point is that Marvel never felt the need to make more Hulk movies because, like, I think the, I think the idea is that if they wanted to make another Hulk movie, they would need the okay from Universal. And in fact, there's a Hulk character called She-Hulk, uh, she who is getting a Disney Plus show. And th that's going to be live action, and it's going to be part of the MCU. But it doesn't count as part of U Universal's like deal with Marvel Studios, because it's a TV show and not a, fe like a feature-length film. That's weird. So they can get around it that way. Um, but that's why... Hulk has basically just been a cameo character. He's been a, an added character. There's never been a Hulk solo since The Incredible Hulk. Um, so that being said, like, I feel like... It, I lost my train of thought. It's a very similar situation, but the difference is that Universal is fine with their deal. They're not being a bitch about how Marvel uses Hulk. They don't care. Um, I guess because they have... Because it's, it's smart. It is smart. And they have Transformers. Like, they have other stuff they can sit on. They don't need Hulk movies going on right now. Um, it's also just smart. Because, either way, having two companies work on, on a movie, mm -hmm. you're going to be making more money in the end. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I don't think Sony had it good. Sony already had it fine. Because, basically... Marvel Studios does like spends all the money on this movie. They do they write it, they direct it, they shoot it, they get the actors. Marvel does all the work. All Sony has to do is marketing and they get to make most of the profit from the whole thing. If that's the case then Tom Holland has every right to walk away from it. Oh yeah, if, and I'm sure he if, can. 
I don't know, though. He's in a contract. I mean, Ben Affleck was in a, conf- uh, a contract about Batman for the DC movies, and he walked his way out of that, so... Yeah. I feel like walking out of a contract is really hard, though. Yeah. And Tom Holland's pretty young. Mm-hmm. He might not know the right ways to go about that. Yeah, but I think he has the right resources for it. He's been working with a lot of good people through Marvel and stuff. And, like, the, the thing about Tom Holland, and this is one of the things I've, I've liked about him through this Marvel-Sony deal, he's sad. You can see him, like, yeah, he's actually sad. He unfollowed Sony on Instagram. Like, he, he, he's a, he's a he's a kid. Like, he's a he's a real person, you know. Like, and I feel that way with a lot of the the Marvel actors. Like, that's probably one of the things that's consistent through every actor in the MCU for the most part is that they go into it caring. Uh-huh. And it, it's kind of a hard feeling to describe. Um, in terms of, like, comparing and stuff, but it used to be if you were an actor in, su- in a superhero movie, you were just an actor in a superhero movie. But because of the way the MCU works, it feels like you're part of a, a bigger project. It feels like you're part of a family of actors. Because you are. There's 736 yeah. different movies. Yeah, like, like Robert Downey Jr. And, and Chris Evans are practically brothers because they've spent 10-plus years making these movies together. And Tom Holland was part of that. He was a he was a a, a, a byproduct of that. Like it's been again, I, I've said it a, a couple times now. It helps that Spider-Man's a popular character, but it also helps because he's kind of like Spider-Man was presented as like the eyes of the viewer. Because when his solo movie came around, there wasn't like huge space fights going on. It was like the most street level Marvel movie. Right. It was it was a high school movie. About teenagers and shit. Like. Yeah, you know, like, it, it was like you were watching the Marvel Universe through the viewpoint of someone who's similar to you. Because right. Peter's a normal person, for the most part. I mean, he did get bit by when you have to spider, which makes him a little bit Right. But he lives a normal <laughs> life. He's not a god. He's not a rich man. Like, he, he's just a normal kid. Um, so that was appealing for a lot of people. And I think it helped people connect more, especially at that time in movies where, like, Thor wasn't doing great at the time, so, like... You guys see the cheetah? Sure, sure. But, like, I don't know. Again, I, I want to get back to, like, the emotional crux of this, which is, like, it's so sad, because when the MCU started up, we, we, as in the people that watched the Marvel movies, we lived for, like, five or seven years of... Spider-Man has his movies over here, and all the Mar- all the rest of the Marvel stuff is over here. Right. It, it used to be that there was. How did that even happen? Like, how, what do you mean? how did it become that Sony had the rights to Spider-Man, but none of the other superheroes? Oh well, I'll tell you. Marvel has all the rest. Oh well, let me tell you a story from back in the day. The year was 1993. Um, Marvel Comics was going bankrupt. Marvel Comics was going bankrupt? Yep. In the 90s, they made a lot of bad decisions. Dummies. A lot of their stuff was tanking. They had maybe like four books that were actually making a lot of money. Um, and most of them were X-Men books. So, in the 90s, when Marvel was, you know, going bankrupt, 
they were doing everything they could to make money. Um, they had to. They ended up hiring a new because it used to be at Marvel Comics, there was no president. The president was just like, "Hey, you want to be president this time?" Yeah, okay. It was that we simple. We'll be president this week. We'll be president this week. Sure. We'll be president next week. Here are the keys. You know, turn off the lights before you leave. Um, but you know, Marvel was such in a bad state. They're like, we need an actual president who knows how to run a company. So they hired like a guy that came from like the movie industry, mm-hmm. and this guy was like, "Okay, well, you have some of these. You have some of the most recognizable characters in fiction. Why isn't there a Spider-Man movie? Why isn't there an X-Men movie?" Blah, 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 blah. So. Why aren't you doing better than what you're doing? Yeah. It, it was like, why aren't you making more of an effort to go beyond comics? Which is like, you know, like back then it was like, well, why would they? We're a comic publisher, you know? But, like, the point was that this guy was like, hey, I'll take the film rights for Spider-Man and I'll sell them to Sony. We'll make money off of that. Every time they make a movie, we'll get some profit from that. So they did that. They sold X-Men and Fantastic Four and Daredevil to uh, Fox Studios. Um, you know, they sold Hulk to Universal Studios. Why not just sell them all to the same company and they wouldn't be in this pickle? I think it's because back then no one was thinking about connected universes. They were just thinking about what would make money. And I think certain studios wanted cer- certain products. You know? Like, like Universal looked at Hulk and they were like, oh, he's a movie monster. We began our company with, like, Frankenstein and, and Dracula and stuff. We'll, we'll take Hulk. He's basically a monster. It was that mentality. Gotcha. So, yeah, Sony took... I think Sony was the first... I think they sold Spider-Man first, and Sony offered up the most money because even back in the 90s, Spider-Man was the hot product at Marvel. Um, so that's how Sony got stuck with, with the Spider-Man rights. And So then come to when Marvel Studios became a thing... Yeah. How did Marvel Studios get all of its other heroes? Well, let me tell you, young lady. So, that is interesting in itself because the first Marvel movie as part of the MCU was Iron Man. And I I can't remember if it was Paramount or if it was... I don't think it was Columbia because that's Sony. But basically, the movie studio that made the first Iron Man movie was a subsidiary... Uh, no, it wasn't. Did the first Iron Man movie have Robert Downey Jr. in Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there was no prior Iron Man movies before the first one. So you're telling me mm-hmm. that when Marvel Studios took Iron Man, they were just like, I'll take Robert Downey Jr. with me. No, it was more like Iron Man was a project that was already being worked on by some studio. Um, I really can't remember which one it was. Crappy fan, fake fan. <laughs> it was before the era where everything was Disney. No, so Iron Man was already a product being worked on. They were going to get uh, Tom Cruise. So they got Robert Downey. They got Robert Downey Jr. because they were kind of okay. So Iron Man worked so well because no one knew who the fuck Iron Man was before the movie, and if they did, they they just knew what he looked like. So Robert Downey Jr barely had to act. Like, that version of Iron Man is literally just Robert Downey Jr. There's no acting involved. I mean, maybe a little bit of acting. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't actually, you know, he's not a physicist or whatever. He, but he's not He's not at his house right now making iron suits? No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be either way because he's fucking dead. Anyway. Tony's that was rude. Yeah, I know. That was, that was 
I know, it was a little... little it's too early for that. A little too unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, what, what I'm saying is, like, they are doing Iron Man already. They changed stuff along the way, as movies do. They got Robert Downey Jr. because uh, he was cheaper than Tom Cruise, I guess. Plus, That's uh, rude. Well, he was... Hey, dude, we're gonna hire you because you're cheaper than uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise is expensive, A, and he probably would have believed that he's actually Iron Man because he's a fucking lunatic, but... He's a lunatic? Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise is fucking crazy. He's a Scientologist. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> that lines up. No, so, like, Robert Downey Jr. worked so well because it was after he was cleaning up. Because he had a huge, like, drug problem. I think he was in jail for a while. Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're not even talking about Spider-Man no more. I know, you got me on this tangent. No, so, the point was that they got Robert Downey Jr. because it was a good way to reintroduce him to Hollywood. Right? He was recovering. This was a good comeback for him. Um, and he had nothing else going on, so it was a perfect guy to get. But they were making Iron Man without even having the intention of doing a, a, a shared universe. But they did Iron Man. They did the Nick Fury post-credit scene just to kind of set up the next movie, not so much to set up the entire universe, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... In fact, I think the Nick Fury thing was, like, late in production. So, for most of the movie, up until the very end, they were just doing a solo Iron Man movie. But they were doing that, and at the same time, they were shooting The Incredible Hulk, which had a different actor as Bruce Banner. Hulk looked different. None of the characters returned to the rest of the MCU movies, and that was all because of the Universal shared rights. So, it wasn't... It wasn't until after Iron Man and The Incredible Hulk were mostly done shooting that they thought about connecting movies together. Like, three things happened at once that created the MCU. Iron Man, the movie, was almost done. The Incredible Hulk movie was almost done. And Disney was purchasing Marvel Comics. Okay. So, so how, when was this? When they purchased Marvel Comics? Uh, it had to be, like, 2008. So, they purchase Marvel Comics, they see that there's an Iron Man movie and a Hulk movie already, so they're like, hey, why don't we try this thing where we try to lead up to, like, a team movie? And that, that's, like, where the, the thought process stopped. It was like, alright, we'll do Thor, because we're Disney and we have all this money, we can make a, a fictional Asgardian world. And, they'll do Captain, and we'll do Captain America, and we'll do an Iron Man 2, because that made a lot of money. And then we'll do Avengers. And that's that's where the thinking stopped. And then Avengers made, like, more money than, like, most movies ever. Like, I think on the list, it's, like, the sixth highest grossing movie ever. Ever or Marvel I think ever. I think it's among the top ten movies that have the highest grossing amount. And that's, like, the first Avengers? Yeah. Because it was just, like... No one had ever done anything like it. Like, the closest thing you could compare it to were, like, Godzilla movies or or the old, like, uh... Holy crap. What, what? You looked it up? I looked at... I'm on mentalfloss.com. Don't know where that is, but according <laughs> to this, the highest grossing movies for Avengers are in the top ten. Really? With <clears throat> Endgame at number one. Okay. Infinity War at number five. Mm-hmm. Marvel's The Avengers at number seven. Mm-hmm. And Avengers Age of Ultron at number nine. Right. Okay. That's so, crazy. 
Yeah. Black Panther's number 10, just Of course it is. But, like, yeah, so the point was that Marvel saw, or Disney did this thing where they helped Marvel, and Marvel, like, Marvel Studios, I think, began after Avengers 1. Like, up until then, it was just mostly Disney and Marvel people. Marvel Studios was just a more direct and focused company that worked on Marvel movies. The point was that Avengers, you know, was a clear sign that they have to keep doing this and get better at it. And they went with it. And, like, to the point I was getting with early was, like, it used to be that there was Marvel, there was X-Men, and there was Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Those are the big, like, three Marvel franchises that have movies. Um, and for the longest time, people never really thought that we were going to get Spider-Man in the MCU. And then, and then one day... Captain America Civil War has a trailer where Spider-Man shows up at the end and everyone loses their minds. Like, Spider-Man joining the MCU was such an impact, they ended up canceling a movie so that they could fit Spider-Man Homecoming into the slot. Canceling a movie? What movie did they cancel? Uh, Inhumans. What was that about? I'm sorry, this like completely turned away from Spider-Man. Inhumans... Okay, so you know the deal with X-Men, right? Where they're people, but they're mutants, so they're born with powers. Yeah. It's like that, but they're also part alien. Oh. And they live on the moon. Gotcha. So Inhumans, the movie got canceled. They turned it into a, uh, a TV show. It had one season. It was so bad, they canceled it. And but Marvel... they didn't make a movie. No. Well, Marvel's been trying to forget it ever since. Um, so much so that one of the Disney Plus shows is about an Inhuman... And there's a rumor that she might not even be an inhuman for the show. Like she was in the comics. So, point is, is that Spider-Man showed up, took a movie slot, pushed... They pushed the dates of other movies to fit Spider-Man in there. Um, and again, like, it, it wasn't enough that, hey, Spider-Man's here. Like, no. Not only is Spider-Man here, but as a character, he... He is closely connected to Iron Man. Because Iron Man, at that point, was the face of Marvel Studios. He was the first movie. Robert Downey Jr. was a big deal. They put him in, in, in all these... Way bigger than Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, he became bigger than Tom Cruise. Robert Downey Jr. Is, is, bigger, is one of the biggest actors right now because he's been in most Marvel movies. And... That's impressive. Yeah, like, he beat... Like, the way Spider-Man is to the Marvel Comics universe in terms of how iconic he is, Iron Man became that for the movies. Iron Man became, like, their Superman or their Mickey Mouse, you know? That's fair. So how dare they kill him? Well, they they had to. Why? Cause Why? Huh? there was no other way to end it. They couldn't just... They, they could have had him keep coming back forever and ever, but, like... They could have killed someone else... It wouldn't have meant as much. It wouldn't have meant as much. They wanted people to cry. Boy, I cried at Toy Story. I don't cry if anybody dies. <laughs> so... I will give them what they want. So the point is that, like... If they me. Kevin Feige and all the people that worked for Marvel Studios, they knew what they were doing when they introduced Spider-Man into their universe. Because by having Spider-Man show up and be, like... And like, because Iron Man is like passing the torch to Iron to Spider Man, right? And it's not just the torch of like, oh, you're a superhero now. It's like, no, you're the face of the company now. Like, I was what you were because they didn't have Spider Man before. So what are they gonna do now? Yeah, exactly. Like that's 
Who's going to take over now that Tony's dead? Yeah, because now Tony's dead, and now they can't use Spider-Man. So, I can't... I mean, they're going to think of something because it's Marvel Studios, and they never fail on anything. Anyway. Back to the, the subject at hand is, like... I feel like no one comes out of this a winner. Yeah. I mean, they, they do in terms of money, because they're still going to make money, but, like... But are they, like... Okay, yeah, Sony might be, not. If they reboot... Yeah. Spider-Man... Yeah. Like I said before, they're going to lose out on all of those viewers who come mainly for the point of finding out what the heck happens after other movies. Right. And just to stay in the, that connected timeline, they're going to lose out on all those people. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose people just by the fact of... They're pissed off that they got rid of the best Spider-Man that they've had. Yeah. And they have to get a new Spider-Man, so they're going to lose those people. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, they're going to get an audience, but nowhere close to the audience they would have reached if they just yeah. signed. Yeah, they had to give Marvel a little bit more money, but honestly, I still feel like they would have made more money. Yeah. That was like, anyways. In thinking that they could just walk away with their Spider-Man merchandise huh. or whatever, Sony's losing out on this way more than Disney ever could. And, like, the whole reason the Spider-Man brand is, like, good now is because of the MCU Spider-Man. Because, like, what did Sony start doing after Spider-Man showed up in in Marvel movies? They were like, hey, let's try making a Venom movie. It doesn't have to be connected. It doesn't have to have Spider-Man in it. Let's just try making our own thing over here. And, hey, you know, how about an animated movie? People like animated stuff. Hey, you know what? Why don't we do an animated Spider-Man movie? Oh, and hey, we'll use characters from the books like Miles and Spider-Gwen and fuck it, get Nicolas Cage to voice Spider-Man noir. Hey, what what is this, a pig that's also a Spider-Man? Fuck it, throw him in the sh- in the animated movie. Whatever, we'll try anything. That movie's pretty good. Yeah, it won awards! Like, the, the Spider-Man being in the MCU gave Sony the freedom to be like, let's experiment a little bit. Right. Let's make let's make a Venom movie where he doesn't have the fucking spider logo on his chest. Let, like they dared to make a movie about a Spider-Man character without using any Spider-Man shit, and it worked for them. And then they went, "Hey, animated movie. You know that thing that Disney and Pixar usually do? Let's do that." And and not only not only let's do an animated movie, let's do an animated movie where every character has a different visual style. Yeah, let's do a movie that has six Spider-Men in it, so that people that come in can say, "Hey, this one's my favorite Spider-Man." Like, can you imagine doing a team movie where every character has the same goddamn power? No. That isn't called Power Rangers because they all have the same powers too. But like, that's what I mean. It's like Sony could afford to do stuff like that because they were sitting on the fact that Marvel was making them money for free. Like, they didn't have to work on Spider-Man at all. And they still made the money from all the work that Marvel Studios made, you know? It's, it's I need like, to find somebody who will give me that partnership yeah. where I don't have to do anything, but I'll make no. all the money off of it. It's the equivalent of, oh, my parents pay the rent, so I bought a new fridge. Pretty much. You know? Like, I want to get crazy, so I bought a new cap. Like, you can do that because you don't have to worry about the big bills over here. Because, hey, your, your father, Marvel Studios, is paying it for you. Um, and, and they don't, like... The, the problem with Sony, and, like, DC has this... DC and Warner have this problem, too. It's like... Excuse me, phone. Anyway. This is mom again, just so you know. <laughs> the, the problem with Sony now is that 
they're walking away from this Disney deal thinking, it's cool, Spider-Man's successful now, look at all the money we made off of those Spider-Man movies, we're just going to take that and walk, clearly Spider-Man movies can make money, and we don't need Disney to, and, and they're missing the fact that those movies made money because, because Disney made them. Again, to, to make an analogy, it's like being in science class, and you have the same science partner every single time you do a project, and every project you do gets an A. And you don't do any of it, your friend does, or your partner does, then the one day that you have to do a project on your own, and you know you have the choice of working with someone, you're like, no, I'll do it myself. Clearly every project I've done has been an A+. <laughs> you know, it, it's such a, 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 a huge error. They think that... Basically, they're boosting their own ego yeah. way too much. Yeah, they're being so stupid as to ignore the fact that the one element that makes the Marvel... Like, like <laughs> when looking at all of the Spider-Man movies that Sony's been part of, and seeing that the MCU ones are making the most money, they look at that and they go, oh, well, it's clearly because, like... We learned what we're doing. Yeah, like, they don't give any credit to the people that actually worked on it or anything. And as I understand it, and, and this is more hearsay than anything... A lot of it is conflicting egos, because, like, Kevin Feige, the, the Marvel Studios guy, awesome dude. He's a fan of the comics, he's been doing superhero movies even before the MCU existed. Like, he's just invested in everything, he's really personable and friendly, and he knows the actors on, like, a personal basis. And the people that work for Sony are all, like, like people that just want money. Like, people that, like, like one of the guys... Uh, Avi Arad, who started out as a toy merchandiser, I think. When he started out, uh, you remember Spider-Man 3, the one you fell asleep for? Yeah, I was bored. I think I mentioned this during that commentary, but Venom wasn't supposed to be in that movie. It, it was supposed to just be like Sandman, I think. But Avi Arad, the toy guy, came down and he's like, we should put Venom in the movie, because that'll make more money and we can sell toys on Venom, and we can make our own Venom movies afterwards. Like, because he came downstairs and said, do this, Spider-Man 3 bombed. It was a bad movie. So, again, it, it's a matter of conflicting egos and the people at Sony thinking they're doing the right thing. The, the other part of this is, like, I feel like Sony didn't need Spider-Man. Like, I feel like they think they do. But the fact is, like, they just did Venom. They just did Spider-Verse. They're working on another Spider-Man character called Mobius, who's like a... Are they going to make another Spider-Verse movie? I think so, yeah. They, they kind of have to. I feel like they're feeling that way. But, like... I would be, too. You're going to lose everything that you would work for with Spider-Man. Yeah, like, they got Venom, they got Spider-Verse, they're working on Morbius the Living Vampire, which is a Spider-Man character. Um, you know, they, they... Like, clearly Venom was a sign that Sony could do a spin-off character, and it would be fine, you know? Like... After Spider-Verse came out, I was like, okay, so they, they can just do this now. Fuck everything else. Just do an animated Spider-Man universe, and that'd be fine. Because those, those will make money every time. Right. There's, like, 80 years of Spider-Man material where you can pull just different versions of Spider-Man and do the same thing over and over again. No one's gonna... Like, people care, obviously, but no one really cares what you use as long as the people are making it in, in a good way. So, like... And the other thing, too, is, like, if they made an animated Spider-Man universe, no one would judge it because you can't compare it to the live-action universes, you know? Like, at least you'd be sitting there being like, well, you know, 
my universe doesn't make as much as theirs, but at least mine is different than all the rest. Like, mine's animated, mine has all these cool effects or whatever. I think the, the takeaway for me is that Sony didn't need to do this, and they're dumber for doing it. It's like, any lesson they could have taken away from working with Marvel Studios has just, the wrong has just gone over their head. Like, they, they've forgotten that they were in trouble. They've forgotten that they were tanking the Spider-Man franchise. And now they're walking away thinking that everything's fine. They're, they're in denial of, like, what they're losing out on. And, <laughs> and like, with Marvel Studios, just another day. You know? Like, for the fans, it, it's going to hurt us forever. Like... For the fans, every time there's a Marvel post on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, there's always going to be, like, half the comments are, yeah, but Spider-Man, though. You're not wrong. Like, for uh, everything Marvel Studios does now, will always be followed with, yeah, but what about Spider-Man? Are you going to get him back? What's happening with that? That's what we care about, so let's talk about it. Like, that, that's going to follow them. But, again, money-wise and ticket-wise, it's not going to matter. Like... I've seen a cu- I've I've seen a couple of people online say that they're done with the MCU because of the loss of Spider-Man, which is fair. I understand that for some people, but that's a minority of people. There are still people who are like uh, Black Panther though, and oh fucking uh, Ant-Man though, and, and the Avengers though, and Guardians of the Galaxy. There are still enough There's name too brands. Too many characters in that franchise for one to disappear for it to make that much of an impact. Even when it's Spider-Man, because again. Sony couldn't have picked a worse time to be like, We're leaving! Marvel just got the X-Men back. And if there's any character or characters that have sold as much as Spider-Man, it's the X-Men. So now X-Men is going to be the Oh yeah, oh yeah. X-Men 1, fucking old man Captain America will be on a bench and be like, Oh man, just another old day for old Captain America. And Wolverine will sit next to him and be like, Hey, Bob, it's been a few years. How you doing? We've known each other forever. And the audience will go, Whoa! And everything will be great again because we have something as equal as Spider-Man. But, like, people won't forget. People won't forget, but the tickets will make you think that they did. So, that's kind of my expanded universe of thoughts when it comes to this whole Spider-Man business. Um, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, and, and honestly, I'm still wondering if there's a possibility it could change back. Because maybe Tony will realize that. Maybe, but it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna... Honestly, I feel like though at this point, if they do decide that they do need Marvel, mm-hmm. if if you were, if I was at, if I worked for Marvel, my new uh, plan deal deal my new deal would. Is that we make a lot more money because at that point, if Sony comes crawling back to them, Marvel's gonna know that Sony realized that they need them. Right, because the uh, so from, why not? From, yeah, from what I hear, the initial deal was because the first deal they made was that Sony would make, I think, ninety five percent of the profits, and all Marvel Studios made from the Spider Man movies was five percent, which is like barely anything. Marvel's new deal that they came to Sony with was. You make 70%, we'll make 30 Which That's is... still not even Yeah, bad. it's still in Sony's favor. They're still winning on that. But they couldn't budge an inch. And even when Marvel, like, 
Sony wanted to con continue the deal as is, and Marvel said no to that, and, and that's where they stopped playing ball. Like, either you played the way we played it, that we did before, or nothing. Which, again, is like... It, it's such a mooch move. You know, it's like, hey, could you chip in a little bit more for rent? Because you only give me, like, ten bucks for rent, and then I pay the rest of the nine, nine hundred or whatever. And they're like, no, same deals before, I'll give you ten dollars. I moved in here. And you, yeah, yeah, but I just don't think that's really... Bro Fine, I'll move out. That's right, not what I no said. Money. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly stupid. I don't understand it from a business standpoint. I really don't think Sony... Like, their smartest people aren't even thinking about this. And, and, you know, maybe they're thinking, oh, Marvel will come back to us and offer us an even better deal well, they, where they make 2% and we make 98%. But, like, I agree with you. If, if I was working for Marvel Studios and, like, in a month Sony came back and, like, hey, I was thinking about you. I know we had a fight. We said some things. But, you know, just can I move back in? I miss you. You know, that kind of thing. If, if Sony did that, like, yeah, I, I would sweeten the deal. I'd be like, all right, 50-50. Yeah, for real. Like, how about that? You couldn't take 30 before, you're going to have to work with it now. Like, 50-50. And, like, the thing is, too, no matter which way this goes, I feel like Sony is the next buyout target for Disney anyway. Give me your money. Which, which is going to be hard, because Sony, it's a Japanese company, so they're kind of stubborn. And that's not a racism thing that's, like... They're kind of stubborn? It's a cultural thing. They're, uh, Japanese companies are very stubborn. But, like... And, and I don't think Sony's in a place where they are up to selling right now. But the point is that when the time comes that Sony's crashing and everything, when Marvel Studios comes to them, they're not going to be like, oh, you want to strike another deal? They're going to be like, hey, Disney wants to buy you. So either Disney buys your company or nothing. Like, you sink, or you give everything to us. Like, I feel like it's like it's going to be that simple. Because they bought Fox already. All they need now is, is to buy Sony. But that, that's kind of my overall thoughts of this whole Spider-Man thing. Um, I'm going to try to do more of these in the near future. Uh, I just have a lot of thoughts that hit me in the middle of the day. And, um, well, yeah. A lot of thoughts that Macy has to listen to, so... It's true. I have to get them out one way or the other. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to me talk. Thanks for listening to us have a conversation. Uh, hopefully that starts your own conversation with people that you know in your life. Um, the Panel Biter is on Anchor.fm. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Um, we're on YouTube now. I did a video about the... Uh, my friends and I did a Digimon tabletop, and there's a video version of that you can check out. Um, so yeah, just you know, look around. There's, there's plenty of, to, to peruse. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Goodbye.